Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Red and Bobby. Welcome to The Year Is, a new comedy podcast where each episode we travel back to a different year in history and talk about what we find most interesting. I am comedian Red Richardson and I have a 2-2 in history from the 72nd best university in the country. And I'm comedian Bobby Mayer and I read a lot of Wikipedia. So today we are going to 1929, Bobby. Yeah, okay, yeah we are. But I just need to say before we start that you were a half hour late. I, I was late. Uh, but there's a good reason. I, I arrived late for the podcast because I was saving a woman's life. I don't believe you. <laughs> that doesn't I, sound like something you would do. No, it is. Even though I had content that I need to be creating, I stopped and said, no, basically there was a woman uh, passed out on a bench by my house. Uh, I live right so wait, by a, a woman G- was asleep on a bench and you chose to wake her up and pretend you've saved her life. Yes. Yes. She well, was just sleeping on a bench. She could have been dead. But uh, I saw a receptionist, because I live right by a GP surgery, and okay. the receptionist for the GP surgery walked past her, took one look, and carried on walking. Yeah, probably because she sees her every day asleep on a bench. No, she was half, so she was lying on the bench like that. So half her body on one side was hanging off the other side as well. It wasn't like she's okay. having a nap. She looked passed out, like yeah, dead. D- and when, uh, Just a question. When you sleep beside your wife... yeah. And she's asleep. Yes. Do you panic and think, oh my God, she's dead? And then yell at passerbys for not waking up your wife. She was planking on a bench at 11 o'clock in the morning or whatever time it was, one. Okay. I would would, say, this is weird. And then, so... So if you walked into the kitchen and Harriet's passed out on the floor, would you go, oh, she's having a nap? It wasn't the floor, it's a bench. That's where people who don't have homes, that's their homes. She wasn't homeless. I could tell. Um, But so, yeah, the NHS lady just walked past her. Okay. Like, oh, my shift's finished, so I don't need to do any of that. First of all, she's a receptionist. Secondly, she might see this lady every day. Well, I no, because I live there, so I don't see her every day. This is the first time. I walk past there every day. Okay, so what did you do then? How did you save her life? I shouted at her till she she moved, and then <laughs> what did you? Sh- <laughs> I said, I said, excuse me, uh, over and over again. And then she went, huh? and I went, oh, okay, sorry, I have. So wait, you you just checked to make sure she's not dead. You didn't. Confirm she's not dying. No, I just checked she wasn't dead. She wasn't dead. She moved her head and I said, Well, thank you. I would I've got a podcast. The GP's right there. I've got to go do a podcast. It's coming out soon. It's called The Year Is. 
Uh, if you're into podcasts. Did she look like a woman who was looking? No, I don't think she, I don't think she, 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 she not, might be a bored person. She's so yeah. bored she's just falling asleep pa- in the daytime. out in the daytime. But, you know, a lot of people walk past. I think it's a good thing to do to stop to at least check. Yeah, that's one of my earliest memories was I found a man uh, who, in retrospect, was just drunk but just passed out on a lawn. And I was delivering newspapers and I ran and got my mom. And then she came <laughs> and was like, yeah, he's just drunk. Okay, well, he's just asleep. On the... Yeah, and then he woke up and he's like, hello! And yeah, then I was yeah. like, oh, I feel stupid. Imagine I getting that I get smash save a life. pass out on someone's lawn. Yeah, I don't and think... A little boy wakes you up on yeah. a paper round. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably time to stop drinking, isn't it? <laughs> I heard a funny... Robert Downey Jr., when he was a drunk, he went into his neighbor's house thinking it was his house, and got into the kid's bed, thinking it was his own bed. Yeah, I mean, if you were Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> that's the end of everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it happened now, you know. Yeah. Can't can't do that anymore. I don't think there was ever a time where... No, I don't think it was right. I just don't know if he would have been so... I don't think he'd be Iron Man now. Had he have done it in 2013 and not... I'm not sure. Not Iron the Man's 90s. a very flawed character. He's like a weapons developer who then became a good guy. So, I mean, a weapons developer can accidentally crawl into the wrong... You could, but was Iron Man around in 1929? Uh, in 19... I don't know when it, Iron Man started, well, right? I don't think he was. You talk, so... Sometimes you talk to me like I'm going to know every fact no, in history. I was making a subtle point of not sure he was, so maybe we should get on with the topic of the podcast, which is 1929. Okay. So we're going back, Bobby, to uh, 1929, the uh, the end of the Roaring Twenties, the start of the Great Depression. Okay, well, well I... You expect, again, I don't know, what, what are the Roaring Twenties? Roaring Twenties, so after the First World War. Because you, you're the one with the history degree, so I'm going to go okay. to you for all the facts. You can come to the, there won't be, they won't always be facts. If you're listening and you know about history, this might be, just don't get annoyed because it's going to be wrong sometimes, quite a lot. Often. Often, but we'll talk about stuff anyway. It could be, could be good. Um, <laughs> roaring Twenties came after the First World War. Okay. For uh, economic upturn, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's had what was it four, five, four years of the first, uh, four years of war. All the men are dead uh, in the Western world. Not all of them, most of them. Everyone's... I don't think most of the men were dead. I think it was lots like a of few men percent. died. Lots of men died, and suddenly everyone just decided, "Hey, let's all just have a fucking good time." So everyone started drinking. People started swinging. It was a very promiscuous time. Do you mean swing dancing? I think. No, like people were, it was more adulterous activities going on. I think people called them the corridor creeper generation. Okay. So uh, there was a lot of, uh, lot of nefarious activity, a lot of, um, lot of, lot of dirty stuff happening. But uh, yeah, because everyone had the war. And so they're like, oh, we nearly died and everyone's dead. Let's, let's have sex with each other. Yeah. So, I've never had that. I've never been at a funeral. Sex. <laughs> That was a pathetic thing You're to say. You're having a kid. I am having a child. Yeah. We don't know that I'm the father of this no. child. So what, you, what were you going to say? You've never been at a funeral and just gone, ah. Oh. No, I've never been at a funeral. I'm so I've sad. Like, I've got a boner. Oh, my God. Who could I have sex with at this funeral? <laughs> I know. Well, I think there was like a collective feeling of like, oh, life's so short. But what I was thinking is what's funny about it is that a lot of the men would have died in the First World War. So there would be a lot of like nerdy men who never got laid before who now have not dissimilar no to us the 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 mentally ill people well the people too obese to serve <laughs> that's not true do you have flat feet no you seem like a flat no, footed man i'm very nimble 
Um, you see me on the stairs outside. What, walking up them? No, trotting up them. Like okay. A, like a deer. Like a pony. <laughs> like a mountain goat. <laughs> Red trots <laughs> like a goat. <laughs> but yeah, so there'd be all these, uh, all these men who, who probably had never, never got any, uh, any ladies before the war. And then the war ends and all the men are dead and it's just them. Yeah, but Red, it's 1929. The war is 1914 when it yeah, started. Yeah, no, no, but I'm just talking about the, the, I'm talking about the roaring 20s, what that effect would have been. Yeah. So like all these men who, just never got any ladies. Suddenly, there's all these drunk, depressed women who want to have sex, and uh, it's it's their decade. It's the so like every man back then was like Will Ferrell from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you mean by that? I mean that there's just uh, you know when the scene when all the ladies are crying and he's sort of pretending to shag them yeah. heart from but yeah he the, the, there would have been a lot of exploitation from previously friend zoned guys. And it's, oh, my brother's dead, my husband's dead, my dad's dead. And he's, oh, come around mine. It's the roaring 20s, you know? Do you think that's good? Is that what you're saying, I don't think I don't have an opinion. I'm just saying that's, I think that's what happened. <laughs> you know? There's do, a, t- do you think you would have served? Yeah. Oh, 100%. You don't think there's anything about you that would have? No. no. I would have been there. For, I, I would have killed Hitler before. Before the Second World War. Oh, okay. In the First World War, I would have, I would have found him. Um, what, what about you? Would you? You do have the same. I think you're about the same size. <laughs> like, like you and Hitler are probably the same height. You had a tight body, so thanks. <laughs> I don't think he did. Would you have served? I. They wouldn't have let me. There's Why no not? way. They didn't know what mental illness was back then. So they no, would but have. I mean, I. You could be quite effective given a gun and just going go. Yeah, maybe. Mm, I think you'd be good. Ah! <laughs> That's when you ah! two guns, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, no, you're the sort of guy they'd send over the top first. Why? Um, I'd be a sergeant. I'd be in charge. No, there would be no strategy uh, with you. I think they just <laughs> go let, let him out. A lot of specific things happened in this year that people did. You know, Seven Up was invented in 1929. No. Okay, Seven Up, a drink that is no one's favorite. Okay. Still exists though. Ninety-two years later, have you had? Have you had a Seven Up? I prefer Sprite. Really? Yeah. But they're the same. It's the the same thing. Seven Up's like the Pepsi of lemon drinks, as opposed to Sprite's Coke. You think Sprite is Coke? Yeah. I think Seven Up is Coke. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Is that a Canadian thing? But when it came out, it wasn't called. Do you want to know what it was called when it came out? It was called uh, Bib Label Lithinated Lemon and Lime Soda. That, that was the name. That the- was the name. I don't. The guy's name was Wait. Charles Liper Grigg. He needed a. He needed a PR guy. Listen, he's good at inventing a, a delicious carbonated lemon flavored drink. <laughs> However, not good with titles. Yeah, not good. At he all. would have called this podcast the podcast where they travel back and talk about a different year in history every episode <laughs> and make joke. Yes. <laughs> The Godfather, a story about a man who gets shot and his sons avenge his death, and then it goes back in time and it's in Italy. Yes. That would be be it. Can you say that one more time? What's the... Okay, it's called Bib Label Lithionated Lemon Lime Soda. Yeah, no, you need 7-Up's better. 7-Up's not a good name, though. Who went No, they didn't even then go to 7-Up. Then they went to Lithinated Lemon Soda. That doesn't sound good at all. And the reason they call it Lithinated is because it originally had lithium citrate in it which is what they give bipolar people lithium fuck so they it was like quite a calming drink yeah 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 yeah. isn't that great that sounds quite good they should bring it up yeah i just like i have so many mentally ill friends 
Yeah. Like you've had manic episodes no. at some well episodes of some kind <laughs> at some point we could say so have I. Okay. If we were to guess. Yeah. And especially I got to say when you get really high yeah. and excited about something, you talk about it a lot. Yeah. Is that bad? I mean, over on a loop, you know? So you want me to be um, Let's think of an example. and drugged? No, no, no. I'm just saying what would be good is when you get like that and you call me and you're really excited about something and you talk about it for a half hour, it would be great if I could say, Red, I'm really enjoying this conversation, but maybe we should have it while you drink a 7-Up. So you want to <laughs> drug me when I'm happy? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want to come somehow bring it down to a manageable, your happiness down to a level that it doesn't feel threatening. Hmm. Okay. I'm just saying this drink could have done that for you. <laughs> good to good to know. And why do they why do they stop putting that in the drink? Why do they they I think they stopped putting lithium in the drink because people didn't feel excitement anymore, which in Bobby Land is I'm not uh, saying it. Listen, bad. I'm I'm a more excited person than you. I know. I would say in general, I just think they I, I don't know, but it would have been a good time, you know. Yeah, also yeah, yeah. in ancient Rome, did you know in the same thing in ancient Rome? They used to give people who were struggling with what they, what we would call mental health. I, I don't know, but they'd go, give them lithium baths. What is lithium then? Lithium is the main drug like that they give bipolar people. It's a mood stabilizer. So, so it what kind they of had calms in Roman moods. times. Well, they, yeah, the compound existed and they'd give people baths of lithium it, because they kind of realized that it calms people. Didn't seem to work. No, well, I know not, not all Rome, of them. Yeah. I'm not saying like Caesar. The Romans were, were famously relaxed. Yeah, yeah, never, yeah. never excited. Yeah, let's go to Germany and kill everyone. I have a sip of this. <laughs> I don't think it was Germany at the time. Well, you know, with that drink, you never conquer anything, and uh, I think it's my passion and driving force that led us to do this podcast. So maybe it's a good thing we don't have. Uh, Listen, I'm not complaining. Around. Okay. But wouldn't that be nice sometimes to just have a soft drink you can get anywhere? Yeah, well, you just you just go. I think that's lean. That's what the rappers drink in America now. They call when it do you think I drink. do you think I would need it sometimes? Yeah, can you think, think of an example? I think you should, we should put, give you a shower of it. <laughs> give, give me an example of a time I would have needed it. Um, when you're at gigs, sometimes you get a bit too angry and you're very mean to the audience and you scream at them. I t- that, that, what name an example? I saw you at a gig and you went in a woman's face and no, it was a man. Sorry, and you said uh, if you died now, I wouldn't stop the gig because I'd rather smell your rotting corpse than hear your voice. I don't remember that happening. I know, but you did say you, it. Listen, you, you don't have any evidence of this. No, I, I was just so there. now. It just I ask you for an example. It really sounds like you're making something no, up. No, no, no. That'd be a pretty good line if I just made up then. But you know, you did. You did say that. And uh, you should, you'd be like a boxer. You should have Harriet backstage with a little water bottle and they just pour it in your mouth and rub your head with a lithium towel. Yeah. <laughs> no, so when do they, st- do you know, I don't know if you've got any more facts on that when they stopped doing it. Lithium, it doesn't sound like Hitler had any of that. No. Well, in, it was in 36 when they changed their name just to 7-Up and took lithium out of the title, which I feel like was probably a selling point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. in 36 was when they stopped. Well, they used to give um, explorers cocaine. So, like, if you did an Arctic exploration, you'd get cocaine tablets. You would, though. Yeah. That's great. They should... I was thinking how bad it must be if you didn't do coke, but you were on the X and everyone else was doing it. And you're, like, in the North Pole and surrounded by killer whales. And polar bears, and someone's just next to you, just talking nonstop. That would be would be lot. horrific. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be up for that. But uh, no, uh, expiration is actually something I discovered. Uh, a bit from nineteen twenty nine. 
some aviation exploration. You discovered exploration? No, I've discovered a topic for the podcast um, that involves exploration. So in, in 1929, Charles Lindbergh rose to fame by becoming the first man. I can't fucking believe this. What is happening? Wait a sec. Red. We talked Wait, it about says this. Red, we talked about this. Red, we talked about this. It says 1927. This. Red. I don't know why it says that. Why does it say it happened in 1927? Red, what are you talking? Red. It says 1927. <laughs> I thought it was 29. Can you check, Jody? What are you talking about? The, the, they're saying that he did the flight in 1927, not 29. No, but the whole point was in 20... It's meant to be 29. I know. I know the point of this thing. Is it 27? Oh, for fuck's sake. Red. I obviously... You're supposed to research your stories and I bring did. them on to tell me about them. I did, but for some reason that snuck in. That snuck in. So... <laughs> I don't know how that... I thought it was 29. So, I swear okay. it was on Wikipedia. It's 1929. So what happened? He flew across the Atlantic, um, and he was the first man to fly solo across the Atlantic uh, Non first solo non-stop transatlantic flight. I don't know why I thought it was 29, but it doesn't matter. Uh, it's still a good story. It took him 33 and a half hours to cross the Atlantic Ocean in a plane. Yeah. And he's on his own. He must have been on coke. Because how would you not sleep? I mean, I've not, I, I feel like if I was in the first plane to cross an ocean, I would not need cocaine to not sleep. No, you'd probably be pretty terrified the whole time. 33 and a half hours going, shit. But wait, what year did this happen in? 1927. But I, for some but reason... we're supposed to be talking about 1929, I, I thought. I know, we are, we are. But I just... I, How did this mistake happen? I don't know. I tell you what, I might have clicked on the Roaring Twenties and then that might have been in there and I just got confused. Went, oh, that's a good story. Mm. But I did think it was interesting because also, uh, I know you said you'd be able to stay awake, but all he'd see for 33 and a half hours is, uh, is Blue Sea, which on Sleep Podcasts, I don't know if you have one, but they use the sea as a way of getting you to go to sleep. So you think it'd be hard for him to stay awake? Yeah, because he's on like a 33 and a half hour visual. Once you're flying the... I wonder back then, you'd probably have to hold the controls the whole time. Yeah. Like, it's not like they had autopilot. So if you don't hold the controls perfectly in place, wouldn't the plane crash? Probably, yeah. That would, wouldn't that be tiring? Yeah, but it'd still be... Bobby uh, got a dog, um, to anyone listening. It's a dog called Sunny, and it barks uh, when we do the podcast, but... It's a feature of the podcast because we're not allowed to get rid of it. So uh, we're not going to kill my dog. No, I know we don't have to. We could get a seven up and give it to your dog. A nineteen thirty seven. Yeah, yeah. Seven up from nineteen twenty nine. But what I found funny about this is thirty three and a half hours on the plane. I'm sorry, I got the fucking. It won't happen again. Thirty three and a half hours on the plane. He clearly hasn't been able to use the toilet, and he lands, and there's loads of adoring people screaming him, you know, cheering him on, and he's just covered in his own piss and shit. Well, I think <laughs> so. He's the first that's, man to cross the Atlantic, and the first every man... astronaut too. Yeah, but at least they got the suit. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine being the person has to because when they get everyone cheers them on, they go inside. There's probably I a don't lady. know if he hugged people. I think he just gave a wave. Yeah, and then went and cleaned up. Who cleans the astronaut suit though? There's probably someone who has to do that. They just get out there. The intern. Yeah, and they just... The intern. They're like, hey, you want want to work in the astronaut world? Well, this is your first job. You clean the shit out of the suits. 
How long does this happen for? About five years. Once you're done with the shit cleaning up, we we see what else you can do. You might get to go to space with uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Is he going? No, is it? He's going as well, isn't he? They're all going. They're all going. That's always good when the people who have the most money and know the most about how the world works start escaping the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gives me comfort, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Does that give you comfort? No, I just when they're don't like, know. Listen, you guys worry about climate change. I'm sure it's going to work out for you. We're going to figure out a way to get away. Yeah, no. We're don't. just focusing on leaving the planet. <laughs> but you guys, listen, poor people. You, you, you get your paper straws and your electric vehicles and hopefully it works out for you. No, definitely. It's also like you see all the stuff going on in the world and you go, oh, everyone's in debt. Half the world's shut down. People are dying. Hospitals are overrun. And you go, ah, I've got like 300 billion. I think I'm going to use it to go to the moon. It's got to be quite selfish. Yeah. But then would would you want to go to the moon? No. But these people, I think they have a mindset where they, because they're, like, obviously, they're usually people who are born into a bit of money. Yeah. But they're also type A personalities who are achievers. Oh, of course. It's like, they're obviously. So I think they see the world as, like, anyone can get what they want if they try hard enough. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, well, listen, Elon, I don't have your brain chemistry. No, I, yeah, like, you I, won the race, you know. Like, I am a la- when I am alone, I'm not like, what? technical tech should i be reading i'm like i'm gonna stare at social media so my thoughts stop attacking me (laughs) like that is that's what i'm doing when i'm on my own elon i have different things to manage i'm not like how do i become ceo of a company i didn't even start he didn't even start tesla did he not no he just he, he just got the job god did you see the picture of his uh, it was his wife? Lady who's got a kid with the Grimes. Ra- Grimes reading uh, Karl Marx on the streets of LA. <laughs> it's, it's like, like <laughs> your husband is everything this guy wanted to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might, she must have been trolling. I she's think got, yeah. she's got to be fucking around. But yeah, no. Jeff Bezos and everyone goes, yeah, he started it in a in a, a garage in his house, and you're like, but his parents gave him two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Which in 1992 or whatever it was, it's a lot of money. I think it was 95. And I mean, look, if someone gave me that much money, I'd spend it on fucking Yeah, nothing. again. It's, <laughs> it wouldn't become uh, Amazon. It's like, listen, these people <laughs> did have a leg up, but also even, yeah, most people who win the lottery don't start Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> most people who win the lottery spend all the money within seven years and want to kill themselves. I, like, I'd have a Porsche that I couldn't drive because I couldn't afford petrol. Yeah. That's what would happen if someone had given me that money four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> uh, well, Red, how's the Porsche? Well, it's good. Actually, did you know you can live in a Porsche? <laughs> yeah. I wish I'd gotten a four-door now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that way my bedroom and bathroom could have separate entrances. I shit in the front, I sleep in the back. Shit bucket in the passenger seat. No one's ever coming in this car. But if I if I hit me if I go over thirty, I hit a bump. The shit bounces out the bucket, hits me in the face. So I try to drive slow wherever I'm going. That's what it's like living in your four-door. Who's the guy who sold his apple thing? His apple steak for like. Six hundred quid in the uh, in the eighties. I don't know, some fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. There was always. I saw a meme for it. Someone said, "If you think you're having a bad day, this guy's uh, 
sold his share in Apple in the 80s for £600, <sighs> and it's now worth, that share is worth, I don't Someone know. was telling me about Dogecoin, which for, if people aren't crypto, Bitcoin, yeah. well, Dogecoin is a different cryptocurrency. Okay. But uh, they're telling me about it last November, and uh, about a year ago, and saying, oh yeah, this coin always jumps up and there's a boom, and I said, I should just buy 10 grand of this coin. And then when it goes up, I'll sell it. I would be a millionaire if I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. I have to live every day knowing that I had an idea yeah. that would have made me a millionaire and just was too lazy. I thought, I don't really know how to even, like, I I don't know how to buy cryptocurrency. And it no, feels like, I so I just it. didn't. None of it makes I any would sense be a me. millionaire. I wouldn't be talking to you anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would speak to you sparingly yeah. on your birthday. I would have purchased new friends. You'd be hanging out with better people. Yeah, I, I would live in two Porsches. Yeah. I'd have one for shitting and one for sleeping yeah. in. But because I'm lazy, I have to start a podcast to try to generate extra income because I'm going to have a baby to feed. Yeah. Although I think the breast feeds it for a while. Yeah, you're, you're, you've got a free, like, six yeah. months. I really feel like there must be cheap men out there who are like, hey, um, <laughs> how just... long can we breastfeed for? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got teeth. It can remember it as a memory. There must be because you see people breastfeeding kids that are way too old. There must be people whose first memory is like, I looked up at my mom and said, I think we should go to the bottle now. This you is... should never be able to remember it. That's, that <laughs> yeah, should be yeah, yeah. the rule. Yeah. No, but these people are like four, you know, and you, I remember being four. Do you remember breastfeeding at no, four? No, I wasn't four breastfeeding. But, but I, I, some, I think I was talking, who was I talking to the other day? They said, oh, yeah, they're kids four and it's still breastfeeding. And I was like, fuck. Because I remember being four. Yeah, yeah, me too. I do. do. I you also know, remember I being four. And I remember running around in Spider-Man. I don't have bad, that sort of memories. So that's good, you know? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to remember. Yeah, I want to remember, like, hitting my brother with a plastic sword. Uh, what's your first memory? The taste of my mother. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was good. And I, I don't know if I'll ever get that kind of a feeling again. Anyway, you're looking for a missing woman, you say. No, that's, it's, it's, it's the way to breed a psychopath, I think. Yeah. There's uh, there's no way kids who grow up like that. You shouldn't be too... There's a fine balance, which you're going to find out, I suppose. I think it's different with girls. I think with men, it's a... You've got to be very careful because you actually look at how many men turn out so badly and become terrible people. And it is... There's always, like, something in the... Whenever you watch a Netflix documentary, you find out, and it's, like, something from the ages of one to ten. And it's like, oh, and that's why a hundred people died, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, they didn't even know, like, there was a sense that people could be awful, but they didn't have a sense of, like, serial killers or pedophiles. We don't like Jack the Ripper and stuff. But, I mean, that people would just, you know, your kids would just go out and play. Like, your kids were just allowed out of the house running around. Yeah, but, like, by today's definition, pretty much everyone was a pedophile, you know, when you look at it. It's like, and here was his wife, 13, and you're like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, like, pretty fucking bad he's like no but he does seem i don't know you look back in history and it seems like a more innocent time but it can't have been you i don't know, think i think history i think the farther back you go the more brutal things yeah are. Like, yeah 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 but it, it, there's still interesting things like co connectivity wise did you know uh that in 1929 the afghan civil war ended and how did that go okay well <laughs> i'm gonna read fuck uh, because so, some of the names of the tribes I, I find difficult. So I'm going to 
but never changed. There was a, there was a rebellion against uh, it was at that time it was called the Kingdom of of the Kingdom of Af- Afghanistan. Yeah, and uh, the king was Amanullah Khan. Yeah, a real progressive guy. Okay, nineteen twenty nine. The war began when a tribe called the Shinwari revolted in uh, Allahabad. Yeah. Uh, because they drew up a manifesto of 10 grievances, five of which related to the king's meddling with the status of women. Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. this sound familiar to you yes, at all? Yes, it does, it does. It does sound familiar, <laughs> okay? Because uh, he w- he wanted uh, women to dress in Western clothes in parts of Kabul. Okay. And he discouraged the veiling and seclusion of women. <laughs> okay. And he wanted secular education for girls and boys. Yeah. And the rest of Afghanistan was like, hey, uh, this is Afghanistan. Yeah. But isn't that... It's insane, yeah. Because you think of like... And who won? He did not win. No. He lost. No, that's the problem. It's that if you hold really bad views, you're usually better at war, you know? Yeah. Like the nice guys don't win. It's the guys like, hey, let's kill and fuck everyone. Yeah, even, even Churchill, they were like, hey... Who's mm. the guy we have that's closest to Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> Who can really know how he thinks? Yeah, yeah. Who okay. we have never liked other than this one moment where we need him. He made very good speeches. Did he? Yeah, he was great. He was good. good. Yeah. He would have had a great podcast. <laughs> he, he would have. But the thing is, we need each other. About He could have done a one man. Oh, yeah. He could have talked he for He could hours. have done a mm. one man. Could have talked for absolutely hours. Um, very, very quotable guy. But speeches were very written then. He's not. He's not riffing. No, no. But I didn't. I mean, he probably had writers. I don't think he did. I don't know. Of course he had writers. Of course he had writers. I he's don't a know. busy man. Yeah. He was conducting a war. All those speeches. You think he wrote every word of his speeches? Um, I think he would have been. He was a control freak, so he would have had a lot to do with all of it. You know. Yeah. You know, but there was probably a writers' room. Do you like Churchill just because you kind of look like him? Is that where it comes from? You've got long hair. You have this reverence for Winston, which I get a lot of British people do because you know it's the it was your victory. It's the only war you fought where you were on the good side. Um. Well, like (laughs) the definitive. That's people's love of World War Two. That is. I think people love World War Two because they can tell themselves we were the good guys. Of course. And the Nazis and the Japanese were the bad guys. But we were good. If you ignore what happened when we started winning, um, we were good. <laughs> That's what people like about these wars because they're simple and it's a simple story. Yeah, it's good versus evil. It's, it's Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Luke Skywalker was Churchill and uh, Hitler was Darth Vader. Or, I don't know. Hitler was his, his, <laughs> his dad. <laughs> it's really good when you give analogies. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that Hitler was Stalin's father, but I know that Stalin. Um, so, yeah, he clearly lost. It must be weird going to war uh, on the bad side because you go, oh, well, you're going to fight against these guys because they want women to be able to go to school. So I'll get my gun. Yeah. I don't know what they're afraid of. Yeah, like I, I talked to a guy. I, I, he used to fix my phone. I'm not yeah. going to say where because I don't want to, but he uh, he was telling me his dad was pretty high up in the Taliban. Really? And no, I, I don't know, uh, like, if this is fact or it's it just an anecdote and it's his perspective yeah. as someone who grew up around the Taliban. So it, it might be very tainted. Mm-hmm. But he said his dad was in the Taliban. His brother was in the Taliban. I, I got the sense his, his dad was dead and his brother was probably dead. And he was saying, if I lived there, I'd probably be in the Taliban because, you know. Yeah, why not? 
No, but not not why not? It's like it's a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's it's the infrastructure. That's where I'd work. It's well, like you getting join a government the power job. Yeah, wherever you are, you know, humans gravitate towards all oh, that. The guys with the guns who get to do what they want. I think I'm. Yeah, that's I'm up for that. You know. Well, that you can. Yes. <laughs> I like that. What you're doing right now is just defending everyone who's ever all the foot soldiers <laughs> in any war who uh, commit atrocities. You're like, I get it. <laughs> so wait, you're saying. So wait, wait. This is your point of view. Just to be clear, your point of view is, you know, if there's a war. Yeah. And uh, you're in Nazi Germany. Okay. Uh, rather than um, being someone who who fights against Nazism, you th- should join up because then you're on the winning team within that country. No, no, I don't think you should do that. But that's what you said. You, no, I, the, the Taliban's different. Um, there's something sort of uh, something more start up about the Taliban. You know what I mean? They've got listen. A- yes. <laughs> The fact that they do, from a military point of view, it, look, look, I get it. Look, if aliens invaded mm. and humans became like the least, like by far less dominant than these aliens, and we needed someone to show mm. us how to fight this dominating force, yeah, I would, I would call the Taliban. I would say, hey, Taliban, can you teach us how to fight the aliens? You're really good when it seems like everything is stacked against you. Yeah, they done. Yeah, they did well. They didn't do well. Well, it went on for ages, but they. Uh, it's it's crazy how quickly they got back in because everyone's clearly there's more up for it people than we think over there. You know, up for being the, under the Taliban. Well, maybe not. I don't. But it's just there was you know this trained army with loads of equipment, and it's they just crazy how when you go into a country and kill thousands of people mm. and tell them how they should live, mm. they just don't take it well <laughs> like from a from a female perspective i uh, completely understand like yeah of course it's great for women to live in a, a country where they have rights yeah amazing but like in terms of just forcing a western government and a western style government down the throats yeah yeah yeah, of yeah. a populace yeah no they're not they're not up for they want to sell heroin and and uh have male-only schools. <laughs> the Taliban do. Yeah, but it's weird. So, like, Malala, when was that? Like, six, seven years ago? And then this is happening. They're fighting about this in 1929. Yeah. Where will we be in 2020? You know what I mean? It's uh, just being g- cooked by the planet that we heated up. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're fucked, aren't we? Yeah. That'll be the final act. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe Greta can save us. Greta. Greta, Greta, Greta's cool. Yeah, she was. She organized a festival though. It looked terrible. It looked so boring. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, the thing is, I'm not leading. <laughs> Nobody is thinking. I want to. It's not a festival of fun. It's no, a festival she's to talk not. about climate change. Nobody is thinking. I want to have a great time. I better hire Greta Thunberg no, as she's, my party she's the organizer. The opposite of fun, isn't she? Yeah, she is. She is facts. Yeah. What she wants to do is take away our fun to give the planet a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with her intellectually. Just not, uh, like, socially. <laughs> I, within, well, I agree with her. Like, I agree with her. I just... Mm. It's, it's not just not fun. convenient. No, it's not. You want to drive to the shops and throw Coke cans out the window. I d- I've never done that. <laughs> the strangest part about 1929 is that there's so many 
parallels, okay? Yeah. So it's like economic prosperity becomes economic chaos. Yeah. Afghanistan and also Israel Palestine. Yeah, okay. Still at it. There is it uh the Palestine riots broke out, which I okay. think at the time it was like a major escalation and uh a lot of people died. 133 Jewish people, 116 Palestinians. Luckily, that's now been sorted. <laughs> yeah, they, they, and there's no more they problems get along there. Very well, uh, that's all water under the bridge. Yeah, that's God. But obviously, it hasn't. No, you know, without giving like what I think should happen, because I'm not. Yeah, we're not going to fix I'm it. I'm not touching that. We're um, not going to fix it. And I have friends on both sides of this. And I'm not the one who's going to help anything. I thought you were. What I what I will say is it's <laughs> a long time for two well. groups of people to be angry. Yeah, it's a, it's a long feud. It's gone on for a very long time. Maybe from our own lives we could solve, not solve, but shed light. Do you... <laughs> I'm just thinking, you want to solve what can we do if we're going to solve it? Yeah. Which we can't. But if we were going to try... Do you have any feuds from your own life? Like, what's the longest you've been angry at someone? I think of one. When I was in primary school, there was a kid in another year, and we didn't, we never spoke. But we, I don't know who started it, but whenever we'd see the other one on the playground, one of us would sneak up behind and kick them. In and, what part of the body? In the leg. Okay. And it just went on for the whole, like, I left that primary school when I was, like, eight. But from about four to eight, and it was never to the face. Like we'd never do it when the other person was looking. It was always just run up and kick them. And would you laugh? Yeah, and run away. But he'd get me, and I'd see him run off, and I'd be like, I cannot wait. And then I'd see him not seeing me, and like two weeks later, and just sneak up behind and just kick him as hard as I could. And I think if I saw him now, I'd kick him. What's it? Do you, can I look him up? No, I don't know his name. We never spoke. You don't we know hated, his name. No, we hated each other for no. I don't know who started it, but it was just this weird thing. I never knew his name. We never spoke. We just kick each other. <laughs> but I think I'd know it was him because I'd sense it. Okay. And that hatred. And so there isn't a solution. Sorry, Israel and Palestine, because my answer would be I'm going to kick him, and that's what they're doing. You know, they are me and that boy. <laughs> I don't know. If we need to go deep into the metaphor. I don't know if we can say they are you and that boy. I was just trying to maybe shed some light on how it, you resolved a feud. It's not resolved. No. That, you that feud, if you're watching and so you recognize So what you're saying is right me. now you want to kick a 32-year-old man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, if, he, yeah, if you, I don't know who you are, I will know when I see you. Can we, do you think we could get old class photos and go through them and you could, could, you, could you pick out his face? Was he in your class? No, he wasn't in my class. We never spoke. He was a stranger. And uh, we just hated each other. Would you, when you were kicked, would you scream like, you got me again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. And you, ah. But then it'd be great because I'd see him just wandering along going, do, 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 do. I'm having a nice day. And I go, yeah, sure you are. Bang. And then he'd do the same to me. And he'd be, so angry. Yeah, Israel and Palestine don't, don't listen to me. Bobby, have you got any long feuds that you've sorted out or solved? Well. The thing with me is no one ever really hates me. <laughs> I'm not a hateable guy. Yeah. People meet me and they think he seems nice and normal and fun. Yeah. 
and then we are friends. So you've never never had a feud. You had a feud recently with a guy who stole your name, your email address or something. But yeah, I did. That was That a, was a feud. That is it wasn't a feud. Okay, well, a man named Barat. Yeah. Who I've now come to respect actually. Barat. <laughs> Barat had so a, a few it. years ago, bobbymare.com. Yeah. My website. Yeah. I forgot to renew the the domain. And okay. it went offline, and the day my website went offline, someone bought my domain. Okay. And then they owned bobbymare.com, and they turned it into a website where you buy escorts. This is how Palestine feel. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Again, I don't want to get into making any direct metaphors. Yeah, 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 okay. But what I would say is someone was living on my website. Yeah. Selling escorts. Yeah. Which really, actually, I kind of... You know, if you look at the kind of people who'd go to my website, they're also probably the kind of people that... Who like sex workers. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's not a terrible... No, 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 I think it's a good... It's a I, get, I get why they looked at You my... should actually team up with, like, a brothel. I'm not going to do... team up with a brothel, Red. <laughs> do gigs let me in tell, the front. Let me tell my story. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so, I forgot about it. I got Bobby Merida.net, everything was fine. And then a couple, couple months ago, I get a DM on Twitter from a man named Barat, and Barat says, hey... I now own BobbyMare.com. Do you want to buy it off me? $150. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I think you should give me BobbyMare.com because I owned it. And it was stolen away from me by you or someone like you. This is Israel and Palestine. No. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. Then Barat said, I'm not going yeah. to give it to you. I need, this is how I make my living. The man, to be fair to him, he lives in India. You know, I respect someone that has their own business. He buys websites and sells them. I get that. However, in this case, I felt like BobbyMare.com rightfully belonged to me. Yeah. Well, so it is your name, isn't it? I wanted him to know how... I wanted him to feel the way I was feeling. So I bought BaratMiriPelkar.com. Okay. <laughs> which was his name. Yeah. And then I put on his website... The story of BobbyMare.com. Yeah. And how it had been taken away from me. And I created a, 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 a button. And if people clicked on this button, it would automatically send Barat an email asking him to free BobbyMare.com. <laughs> he got thousands of emails. Yeah, I sent a few. Yeah, thousands. Yeah. He had put it, BobbyMare.com, on a, a website like a, a marketplace website where i could buy it and he said look just give me my cost 50 dollars, please i please make this stop <laughs> he was like just, he's like please i've never had this happen before i'm getting emails i'm getting messages please i just wanted to stop if you'll give me 50 dollars, i said no brat i'm not paying any money the emails will continue by the thousands <laughs> We're having a great time. People send me messages. Just send a hundred emails because you go click, 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 yeah, click, yeah, click yeah, and yeah, it would yeah. send hundreds of emails. Yeah. His inbox was packed. He's like, "Please," and I said, "No." But then what happened was he just put it on an open marketplace. Someone else that does what Barat does bought BobbyMare.com, and then Barat said, "Look, someone else now owns it." I was like, "Well, Barat, if you want to stop getting these emails, you have to get it back. Buy it back. $50. So then he emailed this guy, and this guy wanted one hundred and fifty dollars oh from Barat, my. and Barat said, "I can't afford. I can't do that." And this is why it's a empathy because, like, for me, it's one hundred fifty dollars. But he lives in India; cost of living, you know, or you know, just income is not as high there. So then I thought, well, I'm not going to like fleece this man. Yep. Like I don't, 
And I did then it did feel a bit like the the, the economic disparity. I felt a bit guilty, so I wasn't. Yeah, gonna, but he's ripping you off. He's a, in a way he bought a website, you know. Yeah, but he bought the wrong website. Demand. He did buy the wrong <laughs> website. So then I messaged this other man. I can't even remember his name, and I explained the situation. And uh, he said, "Look." You can make a website with my name on it, but I'm not selling you Bobby Mary. I'm not giving you BobbyMerry.com. <laughs> and I, I then I, I got lazy and I couldn't go through with it. Mm-hmm. So I still don't own BobbyMerry.com, but Barat doesn't either. It's being sold around the world. So maybe oh, the lesson yeah. from the whole thing is nobody gets to live there. <laughs> It'll be worth about 10 grand. Nobody soon. lives on BobbyMerry.com. <laughs> no. No, it's it's not fertile ground. Nope, it is not. <laughs> Nothing lives there now. No, they don't. There's you can't buy an escort. You can't buy a comedy ticket. So you're basically so, saying Israel and Palestine and everyone should leave. That's not what solve, I'm saying. To solve the issue, no, no one should leave. That's not what I'm saying. And I don't have. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> it's a violent year. Very violent year. Because uh, I, I I looked when we doing my research, I came across the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, which happened on Valentine's Day in 1929, not 1927. So that's uh, a gold star for me. For okay. Get, for getting the year right. So Al Capone um, didn't do it personally. He ordered it. But um, some load of his henchmen lined up some guys from a rival gang <clears throat> pretending to be policemen and shot them all dead on Valentine's Day. That would um, be really annoying if you were just, if you're on your way. Like, have you got a lighter or something? What, you mean a bystander who's just... Yeah, yeah. I think they were all, most of them were gangsters, you know. Um, they said a few of them were associates, but, you know, if you're an associate, it usually means you... They're in the gang. You're probably in the gang, aren't you? But it happened at 10.30 in the morning. The thing is, Valentine's Day is so annoying. Yeah. Right? Like, it's an annoying holiday. Yeah, someone might have been actually, like, all right with it. Like, I, oh, gar- I guarantee... There was somebody who was a, not even friends with one of those guys. Like, I mean, like, faintly mm-hmm. associated with them. Maybe worked with them 10 years before. Yeah. And then found out they died and then said to their girlfriend, listen, I'd, oh, I'd love yeah, to yeah. celebrate, but I'm so broken <laughs> so up. depressed. About uh, what John <laughs> dying. He was uh, murdered, and um, it's uh, sad. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I would. I don't think I can celebrate Valentine's Day the way we usually would, and we'd love it. You know, I <laughs> yeah, love. Yeah. I love buying you a bunch of shit you don't need. Yeah, a big, having, a big night planned, and, and having it feel like it's never enough. <laughs> that's what I really. That's it's my favorite thing. Really, is to give you so much and spend money i frankly don't have yep and then you look at me like i wish you were another man that's i love that but since john is dead yeah, i, I must sit and think of our work acquaintanceship 10 years ago <laughs> when we were in the same area generally we, for a time we smoked a cigarette together many years ago and I'll, he I'll never smelled forget. strange i'll say that about him my favorite memory shitty john strange. we used to call him but uh one of the guys who got shot this is why i found uh, very amusing a guy got shot he got sustained 14 bullet wounds the police asked him who did it and he replied no one shot me he died three hours later 
<laughs> so I've been shot 14 times. He's such a gangster. They, it's like, yeah, no, no one shot me. Well, he wanted to die with his gangster dignity intact. I would have just ratted on everyone. You, the, you, hun- the names would be Red, coming there's out. There's no like, way. <laughs> it was Jimmy and you, John. You've never kept a secret in your life. There is no way you'd become a gangster because they wouldn't trust you. Um. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I wouldn't last a second. Tell in me the- a secret you've kept. I kept the one you told me about the little boy in China a decade ago. Never told anyone that story. Red, we can't talk about that. No, of course. How do you think you did in the mafia? Wonderful. Yeah? Yeah, look at me. You'd probably be quite good. Ah! With the guns. So what, is, what does ah mean? <laughs> I could just see you with, a, with a two guns just going crazy with them. I think um, it, most of it's not violence. There's like bursts of violence, but then most yeah. of it's just intimidation. I think I could do like the bootlegging smuggling, you know, drive booze in the truck. Yeah. Um, really what you're saying is I think I could drive a truck yeah, with illegal stuff I think in it. I could do some of the driving of a truck <laughs> yeah. for the mafia I'd cook for them <laughs> I could also drive a truck for the fuel crisis I could drive trucks yeah 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 yeah. like being a chef in the army you yeah. know you're like the, the guy who but then you know that's probably what associate could have meant one of them was just driving the tr- that's Bobby's dog again uh, good good investment a dog if you start a podcast a great thing to buy yeah, thanks, Red. <laughs> Do you have a way you'd like to die? Like, obviously not being lined up against a wall and shot. Um, In a cool way, I t- saving someone. Yeah, I know? think that's every man's yeah. hero fantasy. Is like S- Saving a hot woman. But I don't know why she has to be attractive. Well, why don't your own dead. wife, Red? You have a wife. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and would... that's who I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> saving. I can't believe you want to die. You could have said Rosie, your beautiful wife, but you just said saving a hot woman, Jennifer Lopez. No, just someone drowning, and you sort of Jennifer sort of saying, Lopez. No, I just save Rosie. Obviously, um, jump in front of a bullet. But you, you couldn't jump in front of a bullet. You'd have to accidentally be in the way. You, you have know to I mean? fall in front <laughs> yeah. of a bullet. Nobody's ever jumped. You were jumped running in, away. No one's ever jumped in front of a bullet no, before. No, they do it in every film. And you, ah, it's just not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're shot before you hear the gunshot. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> Definitely. I move faster than a hypersonic missile. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was, uh, it's weird he chose Valentine's Day, though. Um. It seems like it was intentional, you know? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. he was making a point about capitalism. You th- you think so? He said, Valentine's Day's gone too commercial. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'm going to murder eight people <laughs> <laughs> for my rival gang. 10.30 in the morning, though. Can you imagine? The, I'm assuming the gangsters are quite, they probably stay up quite late. It would have been like, we guys, we have an early morning tomorrow. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. I, got, I didn't get in this for early morning, but you get to kill eight people. Yeah, yeah. I did get into this to kill people, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. I will get up to kill. That's what I'm going to do. No, but being lined up and shot, you guys, fucking 10.30. I haven't even eaten yet, you know? That's probably true. Yeah, it's, it's too early to be shot. What would be your ideal? Uh, like, s- probably 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've done it. You've eaten twice. and. It's getting dark. You've watched everything on TV. Just like, fuck it, you know. Okay. That's that's the time. Six PM. What about you? I, I just don't want to be shot. No, fair enough. I'm just saying if I could choose the time, it would be it'd be six. But uh yeah, so that a bloody end. Uh don't don't join gangs. 
Is that your message? Yes, because even on Valentine's Day, you could get shot on the day of love. I guarantee, though, by the, but you know, by the end of that night, there was mm-hmm. some guy whose date had went so horribly on Valentine's yeah. Day where he just didn't get her the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like she was just berating him for the man she wished she was with. Yeah. Where he was just like, I wish I was fucking shot this morning. No, I bet you one of the guys lined up could have been like, oh, we're going to go watch, we can't go to watch a musical tonight and I got to go eat at this restaurant I hate and I just... It was just eight men excited because they yeah, didn't have to Yeah, and then they go Valentine's line up against Day. the wall and you go, oh, please don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah, I need to go see Cats, the musical. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the only day. That's how to really take the sting out of death is... Uh, booking a musical theater later on that night so um you got anything else you discovered from this uh horrible violent year oh yeah and the financial crash happened we didn't talk about that yeah wall street crash you were supposed to bring it up i was supposed to but uh i got i got lost um i forgot about actually which is weird because that's what the year is most famous for why didn't you bring it up because i don't really understand in preparation of this podcast, I read about eight books on uh, on eight economics. Eight books? You read eight books? <laughs> yeah. Really, like, big ones, like, that big. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, uh, I, didn't, I still don't understand it. No, I didn't. I, I just... I, when I read what about... What don't you understand about a financial crash? I don't crash. understand financial crashes. They say stuff like, oh, the Dow Jones. And you go, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you think the Dow Jones is? I, just, I don't give a shit. It's some bit m- market that isn't real, but is, and they stare at it in screens in big offices with people who do loads of coke and wear suits and go, ah! That's okay. What yeah. do you think a stock is? A stock is a share of something that exists. So a stock is a percentage of a business. You've got a stock of it. Okay. Like, uh, I'd say... You could have stocks and anything like earlier in the podcast when you said I should drink seven up, your stock with me fell. Yeah. Okay. So you lost shares in me because of a negative thing. So if Coca-Cola has, you have stocks in Coca-Cola and then there's a video of someone drinking a Coke and just vomiting everywhere and then passing out and dying, that would fall. And what do you think a share is? It's, it's just this, you've got a share in a company. What is, what's the difference between a stock and a share? I don't know. Is there a difference, Jody? He doesn't know. Do what? you know? I know. Do you? No, you don't know. I know. Well, you've gone. What's the difference? Fred, I don't want to bore people <laughs> with, with the ins and outs <laughs> of stocks and shares. I was just seeing what you knew. Yeah, okay. okay well, yeah, Listen, no. if you don't know what the Dow Jones is, I'm not going to like. What's the Dow Jones? Again, well, like I said, if you don't know okay. what the Dow Jones is, this was your job. You said you were going to cover the financial I, crash. I can't. I can't. I When I watch TV and they, they're like, oh, then you have one of those graphs with it's like a red line going downwards to indicate that we're fucked. I feel like that's your bank account when you have money, Red. No, it's well, yeah. Red gets money and then just the <laughs> money goes. No, but you see on the TV and they'll go, oh, this is crashed. And but you go. This is a man-made thing. We we invented this. We created it. Well, the stock market and everything. You know, we created that. So it's like, why can't we just pretend it's always going well? And so you just always got a green line going up. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) To, To change the colors of the lines, it's like you've made that graph. But it all depends on our 
like our individual perception like money only has value because we give it value yeah 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 yeah. and what happened when in the financial crash in 1929 was people stopped believing the stocks had value so everyone st- sold their stocks and then more people sold their stocks and more people sold and then it was panic selling and then people started panic taking money out of banks and that's really what they think actually crashed the economy was between 1930 and 1933 there was three big crashes and it's when people panicked and took all their money of the banks think that that's actually what because the banks crashed that is what actually ruined the economy. I was going to say that next, yeah, because um, that's what I read in my books. No, but it's... Do you remember the name of any of the books you read? Yeah, called uh, 1929, that bloody crash. Um, Wall Street Crash, Wall Street Crash 2, uh, Wall Street Crash Revenge of the Crash. That's three? Uh, that's three. What are the other... No- you said um, nine, the six The Great Depression, um, Anti the Great Depression... Um. Yeah, there's there was loads. That's five. That's I need five. four more. <laughs> Money uh, is that's a cr- Pink Floyd song. Yeah, <laughs> that's six. Uh, people looking sad in black and white. Um, Seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were the other two books you read? Um, Naughty Money. And, okay. And bad stock market. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of books. You should read all of them. They're available on Amazon. Red's writing them this weekend <laughs> yeah, and release self releasing them. It was self published. <laughs> self published. I'll send you a copy. Uh, the ink might run if you spill anything on it, so don't do that. But no, so it's. I, I assume it's kind of like this now because the, the Roaring Twenties was apparently a part of the Depression because everyone just spent money and have like all the. Uh, all the all the funeral crashes <laughs> blew all their money on uh, on sleeping with the women of the dead husbands who died fighting honorably in the war, and so I think everyone just that was it. It was it was because of the uh, the nerds taking women for dinner. <laughs> That's your take on it. That's in the book. <laughs> That's in the book you're writing this weekend. Yeah. Red's thoughts. <laughs> On the economic collapse in 1929. Isn't it? So, but in times of this, what we do, and it happens every time, it's similar to 2008, is if there's any sort of prosperity, everyone goes, brilliant, we've all got money. Get a TV on credit. And then they go, I haven't actually got the money to pay for this. So that's what it was. 2008 was houses, wasn't it? It was mortgages. So they gave out mortgages to people who couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. And they go, right, I need the money. And like, well, I don't have it. Yeah. You know, I've just got a house with a pool. I work. I clean the primary school down the road. That's yeah. my only source of income. But you've let me live like a rapper, and then the world collapses. That would be quite cool. Like that's that, my. I'm. I'm probably wrong, but that's my basic interpretation of what happened. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Bobby. Bobby, were you? Uh, you, you got anything else on this? On this horrible, broke, murderous year. The most interesting thing that happened for me, and that's something that actually has. What do we spend most of our time doing? Having baths. No, looking at screens. Because <laughs> okay. even when you're in the bath, you're looking at a screen. I do put YouTube on. That was actually the most depressing thing in lockdown was when you'd look at your, your phone would say, you have spent 13 hours today on oh, your phone. Ter- like, please horrific. stop telling yes. Apple. Can Just you please fuck off? You can turn it off. I've turned it off. It's horrific. It you average 10 hours a week. <laughs> I did it last week. That's like, a flight to Japan. I know. Please <laughs> stop telling me these things. What's crazy is in that year, a guy named H.E. Ives. Uh, H.E. Hives. 
Yeah, H E Ives is his name. <laughs> yeah, Ives. <laughs> Don't mock him. He invented the fucking color TV. Wait. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Red. He invented the color TV in 1929. He, he had to invent something with a name like that. I got to say, to, to deflect from the ridiculous name. No, it's had. a good name. H E Ives. I'm he Ives. He Ives. <laughs> Yeah, so he invented the color TV. Yeah, do you know the first thing to go on uh, the color TV? Mm. The first image to be displayed? EastEnders? No! <laughs> the American flag and a bundle of roses. Now that's pretty good. Mm. Well, so that's what you, what you what you just watch that for a few hours? Yeah, just to show it works. They just showed. Mm. Yeah. That's like in, I went to Estonia. I was doing gigs there, and when you walk into a restaurant or a bar, they have a TV with a fire channel. So it's just a, a, a an image of flames. And you're like, yeah, it's, it's like minus 10 here. Maybe just get a heater. You know? I just I just like it if you're a, just a traveling pyromaniac. And yeah, you're yeah. like, I, can, I can't sleep without uh, fire. And they're like, listen, we've got the station for you. Yeah, yeah. And I, well, I, I bumped in. Uh, and so I, I jumped into the Baltic Sea. And this guy was there. And he's like, oh, I'll be waiting for you with a towel. It's freezing. And when I jumped in, I just thought, oh. Imagine if I just get out and he's just holding a television with an image of a towel on it. That wouldn't be ideal. Well, no, but it would be very fitting with their uh, attitude to heat. So they had flowers on it. Why the flowers? I think it's the the rose bush. The rose lobbying industry. Okay. Fucking us once again. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they're convincing Mm. us. Oh, roses are, you know, why not dandelions? An easy... Free flower you can pick anywhere. <clears throat> no, it has to be roses. A very difficult not flower rare. to get. That and roses hurt your fingers when you hold oh, them. Of course, they're you always get diamonds. thorns. You're, they're yeah. the worst flower. They hurt you. They're yeah. thorny. That's what. That's yeah. That's it should have been dandelions in an American flag. But human love is twisted, so it requires pain and effort and expense. Is that why roses are popular? Yes. Because is the roses are beautiful but hard to hold on to is that the metaphor it could be it should be and i hate it they're rarer as well i like i like a dandelion easy to get a hold of if you lose one there's a lot more available (laughs) yeah but you you can't turn up at a funeral with a dandelion you just look like you you hated the person why'd you bring dandelions listen it's what they would have wanted i don't get something that doesn't cut my hands (laughs) flowers to me don't have a Often when you see them, because usually when you see them, it's something bad's happened. Well, usually when I see flowers, I've made a mistake and I'm trying to buy my wife's love. So that's the only time I see flowers is when I've done something wrong, where I'm 100% the wrong, and I'm trying to buy my way back into feeling loved. Yeah. Well, flowers are traditional. You think they're for for dead people. Either either someone's dead or my relationship's almost dead. That's when flowers are coming in. The spouses of adulterers and dead people benefit most from flowers. (laughs) You never think, oh, he's a good guy when you see a man with a punch of flowers. You go, the fuck did you do yeah <laughs> yeah you've been up to something yeah and the Naughty bigger boy. the bigger the worse i think as well yeah <laughs> the more the worse, the worst person they are yeah i didn't even know they had color tv that early i assumed no one had a telly well they did imagine how shit that'd be you don't even have a tv and they go you know tvs those things that you don't have yeah well we've got one with color on it cool what have they done oh they had a flag with a rose in front of it like Whoopee. Yeah, but it's still impressive if you've never... Yeah. What have you invented? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But I, I actually think we need to stop inventing. You know when you, you see a new iPhone? You just stop now. 
Yeah, I, don't I feel need we're, we're at the right place now. We've got enough. Yeah. It's gone too far. So what, where do you, you think they should just scale stop. back? Just stop, scale back, stop creating, stop designing, stop innovating. Let's all stop. It's it's slipping away from me, and I can't handle it. Red, that's just age. That's you know, what's, what's yeah. happening is you're aging, and now you want the world to stop in a place you're 100%, comfortable. Hundred percent. If yes. people like you were in charge like forty years ago, oh yeah, we would still be using like a Commodore sixty four yeah. computer, <laughs> playing Pong. <laughs> Yeah, we'd be watching uh, brilliant color TV. Wait, the the the, the American flag uh, blows in the wind in a minute. It's really good. <laughs> Daddy, should we look at the flag on the TV? No, son, you need to go to bed. Yeah, enough technology for you for one day. <laughs> I I love President Red. He's made the world is fine. But I just you know when you just constant ads of this new and you're like, where's this going? How long until someone has an iPhone put in their head? Mm. And I think that's where we are going. And then soon you'll be because I didn't have I didn't have a smartphone until 2014, and it wasn't like but you suddenly you have to have one. Yeah. And soon it'll be like wait he hasn't got an iPhone in his face like you know and it'll become your business and your work and stuff like that and it's enough. I don't want to live in the future you're imagining the I face don't. iPhone future. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Ping, what kind of world? Ping. Ping. My pinging face. Yeah. This is Red Richardson's hell. <laughs> hell on earth. Okay, well, that's been 1929. Yeah, We fun. talked about... I don't think we necessarily talked about the biggest events, but we talked about what we find interesting, find and that's interesting. what this podcast is. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's not always correct. We try our best, but we want it to be fun. Yeah? Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. If you like the show, subscribe, send it to your friends. This is what they do at the end of shows. Uh, tell your mates, uh, leave us a review, a nice one, on uh, wherever, you, wherever you consume your podcasts. By the time you're watching this, I'll probably have replaced Red with someone else. <laughs> so, or listening, whatever you're doing. So whoever the new co-host is... I hope you've enjoyed their episode and are back watching. Okay. And seeing the one episode with Red. Thank you very much. And it's been fun to do uh, one. one. I'm like one of those child actors who's in the first one. You never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? He looks different. <laughs> All right. That, that's it. Thanks. Bye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you will enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of The Year Is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.